Welcome to the Lights On Show. I'm your host, Jacob Morissette, and this is a podcast where we talk about self-development. In this week's episode, I talk about faking until you make it and the power of taking the first step while networking. If you enjoy this podcast and it brings some value to your life, please be sure to follow us on Twitter at lights underscore show. Hope you enjoy. So I just came back from my recent DECA trip, uh, which if you guys don't know what DECA is, I have it plugged in a couple other podcast episodes, basically to run it down again. It is a business club where we go to compete in uh, business role plays and mock up business proposal plans that we have uh, made as students that we then present to judges. And so I just came back from SCDC, which is the State Career Development Conference, uh, which basically just means state. That's what we all call it in the DECA community. Like, oh, I made it to state. Uh, so anyways, I just came back from that trip and... Uh, this is not my first time going. I've been there two other times uh, beforehand, my sophomore, junior, and then this year is my senior year, and obviously the last year I will I will be attending. But I'm making this episode because there's a certain thing that I learned from this specific conference that I haven't learned in any other conference before. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to explain that process and kind of give you guys a rundown on on why I feel the need to tell you guys this. Because honestly, the information that I learned from this is just absolutely crazy. So just a little bit of context for the, for the story and then the lesson, obviously. So my category that I do in DECA, or at least the one that I'm going to be talking about, was business finance which sounds kind of exactly how it is. It's just a business finance role play. You are usually given a prompt that has you act as if you are a financial consultant for some type of company or some type of incorporation, and you must answer the questions that they need to have answered, just like a real business professional would. You have 10 minutes to prepare your lesson, and then you present it for 10 minutes to the judge. So my specific role play that I had I think I was a financial consultant for a basket-making company, and they had just taken out a quote-unquote balloon loan, and they needed me to figure out the best plan of action and how much money they make each quarter of the year and how much money they're going to have to owe in taxes and other fines like that. So basically, I I needed to figure out and kind of draw up a cost structure slash revenue structure and like make them parallel and describe to the company what they should or should not do and basically kind of free ball it and direct them in the right direction in order in order for them to be as prosperous as possible well the first mistake was the fact that I had no clue what the heck a balloon loan even was and that kind of stumped me right off the bat I was like oh I don't even know what a balloon loan even means. You know, I'm just this 17-year-old kid, and I don't really care about that much about business finance. I want to go to school to study computer science. I just picked business finance because why not? I just kind of picked it and went along with it at the area conference and then um, made it to state. So I didn't really care that much about it. Plus, I have a few other projects that I was able to uh, get qualified beforehand to already make it international. So I would just I'm just chilling at the state conference the whole time, not really caring. Um, 
But like I said, I got stuck instantly on the fact that it talked about a balloon loan, and I had no clue what that meant. I also had no clue what was even really happening with the whole thing. It was talking about how I was going to go negative, or not me, but how the company was going to go negative in one of their quarters, and that I needed to figure out how to help with that negativeness with like cash flow balance and understanding budgeting and everything like that, and I had absolutely no clue. This wasn't just something that I could, at least what I felt, I couldn't just BS my way through and try to make it sound sophisticated and acted like I knew what I was doing because I really had no clue. I was instantly stumped. And here's where the lesson comes in. So I kind of drew up some stupid numbers and just basically added up like, oh, two plus two is four. And when you have four of this, then you can do this. And it was, it was really bad. And I went to my judge. And so the judge isn't even an actual financial consultant. They're just a uh, community volunteer, which is, it's kind of like a, like an alumni, but not really. But anyway, so I had my judge, I introduced myself and I asked if I can sit down and I can't. And she says, yeah. So I sit down and normally you would start with the role play right then. You would say, I've heard that your company's having problems with this financial problem. I can help you with XYZ, AI, 94 plus, whatever. And you just kind of start rolling with your thing. It didn't really work out like that for me, at least on this role play. So this is what happened. I kind of sat there looking at my paper and looking at all the numbers I had randomly thrown down and basically just told her, well, just save up all your money so you won't go in debt. So try not to make any big investments because you already took out this big loan now. So just try to save up your money and then pay it off when you can. And I said, all right, I hope that helped. And if you have any questions, please ask. And she said, is that it? And I said, yes, yes, it is. And then she just kind of started laughing, and I kind of started laughing. And at that point, all my nervousness had gone away because I already knew I did terrible. And the fact that she was really a chill judge who didn't just send me off, but instead she actually started to break down what I should have done. What she said was, look, I don't even know what business finance even means. She's like, well, like, obviously we all know in titles like with money and understanding business finance and all that other stuff. Like, it's pretty self-explanatory. But she said, look, I don't know any ins and outs of that stuff. She said, I'm just a, I'm just a community volunteer person who loves DECA and who loves helping kids to find their way in business, but... Frankly, I'm not big into math or numbers or any type of stuff. So then we just started kind of talking more about what I should have done. And she said, I honestly, she said, when I asked you about what a balloon loan was, you could just tell me the most random stuff and I would have given you a great score if you would have just been confident, if you would have just stuck to your guns right away and just bullcrapped it to me. She said, honestly... That would have given you a pretty high score, even if you had no clue what you're doing. If you would have just drawn up random graphs with random numbers on them, that would have worked out just fine. And then she also told me, or at least helped to solidify an idea that I have mentioned previously on this podcast, but fake it until you make it. And she said, even though this is numbers, and even though it does have technical terms, such as the balloon loan, she said, you can just go for it anyways. 
She said, it's better than what you just gave to me now. She said, no offense, but that kind of sucked. And I said, yeah, I know. It's it's pretty rough. We then started to talk about, with faking it till you make it, that if you become a good enough speaker that you can convince people of stuff, you're right. Even if you are wrong. And then we started like playing this idea back with each other. But I thought it was a really interesting conversation I had with her because she actually opened up a lot of ideas or at least helped solidify a lot of ideas that weren't in my brain at that point just like anything you learn with repetition you get better at it and so this was a pretty good keystone of repetition that kind of helped to embed it in my brain and then I eventually put that to practice in my next role play which I will get into but anyways so we talked about that like let's say for example the balloon loan right i had no clue what a balloon loan was but if i would have walked up straight to her and be like all right we got a big problem how are we gonna pay off this balloon loan and i just kind of went full send on it and said all right you need to just save all your money because this balloon loan is gonna hit you really hard and you are just gonna need to do all x y and z and just telling her all this stuff even though i know nothing she said it would have been 10 times better Instead of just basically rolling over and just telling her, I just kind of give up, right? And yeah, like I said, I didn't really care that much anyways, but I think this applies to more things than just DECA. And obviously I'm not trying to say that convincing people of wrong things just because you're a good speaker doesn't necessarily make it right. I think this is definitely up to whatever situation you're in in order to dictate whether or not Using manipulation is okay, so I'm not condoning any misuse of manipulation. But using it in situations such as role plays or situations where you could potentially get a job offer and do this, doing all this other stuff, the underlying concepts behind the manipulation part of it, such as the passion and the 21st century communication skills, are super important. And like I said, I learned a ton just from that little conversation we had about that stuff. So then my next role play afterwards, uh, about two hours afterwards, I got my, my slip and I still didn't really know what I was doing. They still use vocabulary words that I had really no understanding of what I was talking about. But basically to run it down, it was a mom and pop shop kind of restaurant that is really wholesome food. And they have a really strong customer base. And every single day, Monday through Friday, they have people waiting outside in lines at every time of the day. So basically, they're all the time packed. Their community absolutely loves them. And so with that community support, they have decided to open up and branch out to another another location. But with that other location, it's going to cost them around $320,000 upfront investment. And then they estimate around $150 worth of revenue each year. So I had to kind of break down their problem and talk about how long it's going to take them to get back on their investment, if it's a good idea, talk about some loan options they might have to have. And what I did is I just bullcrapped it. In fact, the previous example, I talked about the vocabulary word balloon loan. Well, I ended up looking that up afterwards, and a balloon loan is a loan where you take the loan, and you have a very low interest rate most of the time. 
it just stays consistent and then pops. So that popping is when you have to pay all up front. So if, let's say I get a balloon loan of $10. It's not going to happen. But let's say I get a balloon loan of $10 for a year. So I'm going to collect interest for a year, which is usually going to be a little bit lower. And then at the end of the year, so a year after I take the $10, I'm going to have to pay back the whole $10 all at one time, like a balloon, pop. So anyways, I use that word in my second role play. And I said, all right, guys, let's break this down. First off, what kind of loan are you guys looking to do? And I I say it really proudly. I look straight into their eyes and the judge's eyes, not just a random thing. But like, So this whole conversation now is happening with the judges. And I tell them, "Are you guys, do you guys want to do a balloon loan or do you guys want to do a compounded loan? And this is where the fake it till you make it comes into point. Because I don't know what other types of loans there are. Like, obviously, everyone kind of knows what a loan is, but I don't know the specific vocabulary words. But what I was able to do is use a little information that I do know about the balloon loans, sound really confident about that, and then put that into or pull that confidence and that passion and that eye contact into something that I don't know, such as the compounded loans. All I said was compounded loans. I didn't say any type of... Like, is it like a government loan or is it like a, uh, I don't know. I just, I didn't say anything. I just said compounded loan, which is pretty much, I I think I would, I would say a lot of loans. And that's what I said, but they ate it up. You could see the expression on their faces because I obviously I've been doing DECA for a while. You know, when a judge likes what you're saying and when a judge does not, and I will assure you, and my scores reflected afterwards, which I'll explain later, but they reflected that I definitely said something right. And that continued to go with just straight fury and straight passion. And I started honestly getting away from the business finance side of stuff and started getting into marketing. And I started talking about, well, do you guys even have a, uh, a primary market? Do you guys know where you want to put this restaurant? Do you know how much profit you're actually going to be getting? Because all, I, all, all the information that I have is just revenue. And I started talking about how well, maybe you guys should make me up a cost structure so that way I can see. And I just started to pumble all of these guys with questions. Like I was really actually in the role of it. I genuinely was starting to become a better role player. And I learned all of that from my first judge and just sitting there almost like an idiot. But that information stuck with me so key. And I don't want this these lessons to only go to DECA kids because obviously DECA isn't really, I mean, it's pretty big, but it's not this massive. It's not the size of the audience that I want to hit with this podcast. So to break it down into a more normalized thing or a more normalized concept for everyone is that honestly, I know I've said it before, but fake it till you make it and have confidence and understand to not lose your ground I mean obviously everyone needs to have a soft heart and be humble some at some points but when you're in a situation that either is a grade or is going to help you in the long run like a job interview or at a situation where yeah I think those are a couple of them but even if you just want to mess with a friend and you want to try to get in their head or you you want to go get ice cream, but someone says that they don't want to go get ice cream. Just like these little simple things that can help you develop and turn on these lights is that don't back down and just go full send on everything. 
Now, like I said before, take this with consideration and judge each circumstance before you go out and do anything crazy. But the perfect example is seriously those little things that can help you get your way in a lot of things. And it also just kind of builds on on the way that you speak to people, just showing more passion. And I know I've talked about this in previous episodes, but it's because it's really important to have passion and to show what things mean to you. Like I said previously, I don't care about business finance, but in that role play, my energy and my like aggressiveness on, for example, the loans, it transferred to them in a unison um, like almost like a almost like a unison concept. I said balloon loans really confidently, and that confidence switched over to the thing I didn't know, which was compounded loans. And whereas if I would have switched them, you know, went to compounded loans and then to balloon loans, the confidence may not have been there to transfer over and to solidify the idea that I actually knew what I was talking about. I mentioned that I would talk about the score differences. So we do a rating scale out of a hundred. And in my first role play where I was just sitting there talking with the judge afterwards because I had totally bombed it beforehand, that was a 62 out of 100. Whereas the second role play where I'm sitting there confidently going through, acting like I know I'm talking about, spitballing everything, throwing everything off my hip, just going all in, I got a 79. Now, those are still pretty bad scores and I did not go to I, I did not qualify for the Nationals competition with those scores. But to me, it shows a bigger picture of the improvement and just how well that first judge solidified those ideas once again in my head. And that's the whole reason why I'm recording this episode right now, to be honest, is that that inspired me so much. Like, It really is important to just full send on some things. I also thought it was really funny because my first judge, uh, like I said, she she didn't know anything about computer science. And we actually ended up talking, and she said that her father was the dean of computer science at the University of Washington, so UW uh, for short. This is also kind of another lesson I want to go from this, is that just networking in general is quite fun and quite easy. And networking is just like, Uh, meeting new people and talking with them and basically just building relationships but so we talk about that and I'm reading this book right now called Deep Work by Cal Newport and Cal Newport is a pretty famous computer scientist slash author and he's really big in like MIT and like um, some of the University of California's I'm not really sure which, which one but anyways like I said her father is a dean of computer science so I said hey do you know Cal Newport and she's like yeah actually I do And so then we started talking about the book I'm reading, Deep Work, and she said that she's read it as well. And that just spiraled into me talking about my podcast, well, this podcast. The networking that happened from nothing, like literally it went from me looking like a total idiot in front of her to me starting to talk to her about this podcast and talking to her about what it means to me and about what it will hopefully mean to the community and then I gave her my business card, and she said that she listened to it. And that just shows another lesson that just kind of came to my head right now. But just going out there and putting one step forward in any day kind of conversation can grow you in a way that you would have never thought. Because if I would have left right after 
she roasted me for like two seconds, I would have just left and not have done well in my second role play or not have been inspired to do this episode that I am doing right now. So it just goes to show that taking one step forward and not only business things or things specific to Decker or specific to my my perspectives or my world right now can grow you in so many ways that you would have never expected. I would have never expected that I would have handed a judge in a pretty professional setting my personal business card and just totally ranted her ear off for like the next five minutes about my podcast and trying to show her that I wasn't, I guess, as big of an idiot as I made myself to look out to be. I thought that was a really cool experience uh, in order to see that. So I just challenge you guys too. if you get the impression to talk to someone or if you're just a talker or an extrovert or maybe you're an introvert, just take the one step forward. Obviously, if you feel comfortable too and the situation's right and you kind of are interacting with the person already in that sense, like you're not just going to walk into a complete stranger who's sitting there on their phone kind of has a grumpy face on them because that's that at that point it's rude. But when you see the opportunity for real, just take it because you can learn something from it. Like my example, or maybe you can find a connection that you would have never otherwise known. And I know it's a pretty famous saying, but it's not about what you do. It's about who you know, or it goes something like that. And that's pretty true. And that's a wrap up on this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, Please be sure to follow me on Twitter at lights underscore show. Also, I'd be greatly appreciated if you were to review and leave a little comment review on whatever platform you guys are on. And I hope this brought a lot of value to your life. Goodbye.